What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Thanks for hopping on the podcast today. And we are looking at Revelation chapter 19. And things are looking... We're on the up and up here, folks. (laughs) Thanks for hanging with us, you guys. You have, If you have been with us from the beginning of the book of Revelation, this has been 19 chapters of just war, wow, Craziness. worship, whirlwind. <laughs> wow. That's right. Lots of learning and lots of good. Um, and so chapter 19, we have incredible breakthrough because you see really Jesus Christ fully returning, yeah. um, riding the white horse. There's a judgment. You get to see the great multitude, the people that were persecuted, were mm-hmm. martyred are coming back and it's just a it's a happy positive powerful chapter and so i guess when you look at the first couple verses of revelation 19 verses 1 through 3 i'm pulling my bible you have a hallelujah salvation and glory and power belong to our god Mm -hmm. i think of the noon service choir when you see it hallelujah salvation and glory Vicky Dove, if you're listening, I miss you. Uh, for his judgments are true and just, for he has judged the great prostitute who corrupted the earth with her immorality, mm. has avenged on her blood of his servants. Hallelujah, the smoke from her goes up and up forever. And then there's this more and more praise. Mm-hmm. But it's about the justice of God. Yeah, and that's such a good thing. Yeah, well, so why why is justice good? Well, I you know, we've talked about Babylon and this the prostitute and the kind of evil in general throughout Revelation 2. And now um, now's the time where these things are, are going to be corrected, where these yeah. things, where there's going to be justice. And so it's good because God is just, um, because he's coming to judge. You know, Revelation mm-hmm. um, talks about that, but all over the Bible, it talks about how Jesus is worthy to be the judge because of, of what he's done. Mm -hmm. Um, and how, how really this is kind of, um, this is the justice. This is kind of the avenging. Ooh. Uh Oh, you keep talking. We got a toe stuck in a boot. A boot stuck. (laughs) Kit Kat. Oh, it is good to wear boots when it's 93 degrees outside. It, it is good to wear boots. And so that's probably why your foot's stuck because it's sweaty and swollen. (laughs) Anyway, um, and it's a, it's good. That's what we're talking about. It's good that this judgment has come, um, because it doesn't just put um, an end to evil, and an end to Babylon, and an end. Oh, oh, it's still. It's not it's still, good. Keep going, <laughs> but he's actually vindicating um, these people. Uh, the people that um, that he's committed to, and he's correcting every injustice that uh, Babylon has committed. So it's actually bringing, uh, yes, judgment, but really wholeness uh, to to all of creation, you know. And so, <laughs> so it's a good it's a good thing for sure. Yeah, sorry, we're, we're passing the child around right now. And what continues to amaze me though is the perfect balance of God's justice and mercy. Because obviously you're looking at um, the injustices of the world, and you're like, God, we got to correct this. And at the same time, when I have my sin, I'm going, God, please be merciful. Please be gracious. And God in his holiness can perfectly balance those things. And so, yeah, God's just. In this chapter, you see him judge the prostitute. You see him avenge the blood of the martyrs. It's really good. And so what that invokes, though, is praise is worship. 
Um, if you've been following with us and reading Revelation and listening to some of the podcasts, you see that praise and worship is at the heart of Revelation. And really, it should be at the heart of our, our relationship with God. Revelation 4, praise and worship are at the heart of it. Revelation 5, Revelation 7, Revelation 11, Revelation 19 today, whether it's the four creatures, whether it's the elders, you name it, people are praising and worshiping God for who he is and what he's done. Another thing that we see after um, we read about, I mean, what verse is that? We're reading about them shouting hallelujah. That's kind of the first third. And then in that part, it talks about two. Yeah, verses six through eight. There we go, six through eight. It talks about this marriage has finally come. This great wedding day has finally come. (laughs) Kit Kat needs more. She needs more love. She needs something. Okay. And, um... And what kind of came to mind in that is, uh, so it's this beautiful picture of the lamb and the church and this this day that has finally come for wholeness and, and their union. And how earlier when we were talking about Babylon and when we were talking about the great prostitute in earlier chapters in Revelation, we were specifically talking about what, um, you know, what this prostitute was clothed with. And now we see this picture of the wedding day and we understand what has taken place. Um, If you think about a bride um, on their wedding day, you know, what they're wearing is actually of great significance. They're not wearing, you know, blue jeans or gym shorts. You know, they're usually wearing some kind of white gown or Mm -hmm. dress. And and that's just this beautiful. If I understand it correctly, Mm -hmm. like there's great intention and preparation for that too. It's not like. He just walked into the thrift store, grabbed some random white dress hanging there. It's like you actually guess went shopping for it. You had an idea in your mind, and maybe not everybody, but for the most part, like the wedding dress is actually a symbolism of purity, of holiness, right. and of hard work and preparation of trying to pick the right thing. Right. Kind of this like blameless um, picture. Mm-hmm. And so a hundred percent for sure. So there's just these uh, di- like just totally different pictures that were being presented here um, with this union. And so marriage actually throughout the Bible is just this huge, beautiful theme that God's given us that we read about and how he's just been in relentless pursuit of us. And, um, and now we're kind of seeing it. It's really concluding here in Revelation. And so again, we're just echoing again how important the picture of marriage is mm-hmm. not just between God and his church between the bride a groom and the lamb but also between a man and a woman yeah. and how um this theme has been laid out since the beginning of time and it will be there until the end of time mm-hmm. and um, that doesn't give us or our culture the right to redefine that exactly. and so it's just kind of this um a really pretty picture of that yeah and so as we continue on then it starts to get pretty intense if I, we're going to ex- hopefully get to experience this someday and see it firsthand where mm-hmm. Jesus comes back and actually puts evil away forever. But Revelation 19 verses 11 through 21, mm-hmm. you have the warrior king riding on his white horse. I think of Gandalf, who was the gray, turned to white, him riding in, <laughs> saving the day of Lord of the Rings. Um, mm-hmm. But I like the description of Jesus' eyes. It says his eyes are like blazing fire. Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. if you think about how the Bible has used the word fire other times, it's usually talking about a refiner's fire. It's purifying. Mm -hmm. And in it, when it says that his eyes are like blazing fire and the the light of this judgment to come, it's that Mm -hmm. Jesus has clear and complete vision of every person and he knows the thoughts and the secrets of every mind and every heart. And so um, Jesus came in humility the first time. And Bobby, you just mentioned he's coming in, in glory the second time. 
Like it's coming for judgment. He knows everything. And so a takeaway for me right now is Mm -hmm. that God already knows what's going on in my head and what's going on in my heart. And so it's actually doing a great disservice to me and my growth and my relationship with him if I think I can just hold those back and quote unquote hide them. When that's just not the case at all. Mm-hmm. He's got eyes that are blazing like fire. He knows our thoughts. He perceives our hearts. And so let's be honest with ourselves. Let's be honest with God. And let's lay all of those things on the table. The dreams, the hopes, the fears, the sins, everything. Yeah. And lay them before the Lord. I mean, some people in reading this too, you might think like, whoa, like you just use the word intense. And if you're reading it, you might think like, wow, that's pretty gory. Like mm-hmm. it's a, it's kind of like what's happening and one of the comments that we um, that I really appreciated in studying this for just a minute was that um, really before you know Jesus Christ is coming in and conquering in this way, kind of in this battlefield type of picture, um, he actually shed his own blood for us. That he was the one actually that was mm. he was killed, he was tortured, he was he was hung on a cross. And so yes, he's coming with all power and all authority and all might. It, thank God yeah. he's coming. But don't forget how he came as a as yeah. a babe. And yeah. so it's just this it's this really beautiful picture that he's he's the one that can judge. He's worthy. He has paid the price for us. Yeah. And so you are kind of actually saying how in your own mind that encourages you. And I feel like just right now around our world and around our nation, it's encouraging me because I can just continue to look to this champion of heaven, Jesus Christ, who has it all. Mm-hmm. You know, it might look chaotic, and that's probably because it is here yeah. on earth. But from his vantage point, he's got it all. Yeah, and one of the perplexing things in the midst of this part of Revelation 19 is that God's going to reveal some new name to us. Like yeah, he's what got is some that? new I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he's got some new name that's supposed to be pretty cool. But then it says that it's we're going to get detail. new names too. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to I watched 3 Ninjas last week. Haven't watched that since fifth grade. It's an amazing movie if you haven't seen it, but they get new names in that. <laughs> Michael, Jeffrey, whatever they're. Rocky, Colt, Tum Tum. So you want to call me Pastor Tum Tum now? My Pastor Ninja name. But anyways, <laughs> we're going to get new names someday in heaven. I wonder what my name's going to be. Yeah. Well, I think that's just is cool. like, that's a pretty, I, I like it because it's, there's just, it's an intimate picture. Yeah. That is this new name that's just you and Jesus and you, I don't know. I think it's cool. Yep. What else we got, Bob? Um, we'll kind of, kind of the read end the end here. of it here. Yeah. So I guess overall, when you look at it, you just see praise and worship is powerful and we mm. redirect our, our focus to the Lord. We have that saying, gaze upon the Lord and glance at your problems. And mm-hmm. part of it is um, like, we know how it, this all ends. Like this, the Bible gives it away. We know how it's going to end. Yeah. And so, that should bring us tons of peace yeah. and a sense of calm right now, regardless yeah. of what happens, especially with the election mm-hmm. and uh, COVID and all kinds of crazy stuff happening right now. Is We know how the story ends. And so mm-hmm. go to sleep in peace. Yeah, We don't need to react and um, have tons of f- fear. It's just God's in control. He's got a plan. And it doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but he's good. He's yeah. going to continue to work for our, our well-being. Yeah. So. I guess that's all we have on my end. You got anything else you want to add? No, thanks for listening, you guys. It's Wednesday, so we're headed to the end of the week. Yep. It's good. We'll tune in on Friday and talk to you then. God bless you. Bye-bye. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.